welcome to this FTI Treasury Talks where we're going to be focusing uh, in on the automation of uh, your accounting uh, output uh, by integrating your Treasury Management System uh, with your ERP system or your accounting system. Uh, my name is Justin Callahan. I'm the CEO of FTI Treasury and I'm delighted to be joined this morning by uh, Marie Clark, who's our Head of Finance uh, and who importantly also manages our uh, accounting team and delivers um, technical accounting solutions to a wide range of uh, corporate clients uh, a lot of which involve obviously uh, integrating and automating um, that output. Marie, I think it's fair to say that uh, treasury accounting is probably at the more technical end of the mm -hmm. uh, accounting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spectrum. It is uh, true. And therefore, I suppose leveraging off any sort of technology solutions, you know, will make a big difference um, to that process. But like before, we I suppose talk about some of the more technical aspects of 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 uh, integrating your treasury management system uh, with your accounting ERP system. Like, what are some of the key planning considerations that people should think about? So yeah, that's a, a very good question, Justin. And I suppose the first thing that people really should think about is you know getting everybody involved in the process. You need to get your IT team involved because this is a big digital transformation process. So you need to get your IT involved. Obviously your treasury um, personnel will be working with you, your accountants, um, and even maybe even some of your tax team should be involved in that discussion so that you know exactly what's being taken out of the treasury system input into the ERP because that will then feed further onto various other systems, regulatory systems, consolidation systems and that. Very good. And uh, putting together a team like that, you know, is is, is, there, is it a big project management uh, operation, do you think? Or Yeah, it can be a big project. Yeah. Um, so really, I guess this, you have to scope it out first and decide on exactly what is required across the board. So you need to get everybody around the table. And I guess you have to get buy-in from everybody. So yes, it is a really big project. And you can think that maybe if you get lots of people around the table, it sort of develops it into an even bigger project. So what I would suggest is try to break it down into little bite-sized chunks and see what can add the most value from the outset and try and work in that sort of way. I mean, generally these processes can be done in a very manual sort of spreadsheet-based process in the past. So you do, you, you're going down the route of change. And whenever there's change, you need to make sure that everyone is involved in that and people have their say and that there's sufficient buy-in. And what, what's what's the ultimate goal then? What's the what's hmm. the end game in terms of uh, output? So the end game in terms of benefits of this. So the ben the main benefits are really the data that you get. So the data that you're seeing coming through will be more accurate if it's coming through on an automated basis. So you're not getting that sort of manual Excel spreadsheet prone to error sort of sort of way. You're suddenly getting a much more streamlined process where the, the data is coming through and it's more accurate. So that's really the first um, sort of step. And, and then also there's time. So the time that all of these spreadsheets and manual processes can take, that comes back to you and it can be used in terms of decision making and analyzing the data that comes out. So it can it can work in, in two benefits. There's two benefits, the quality of the data and obviously the time that you save. And then from, from a kind of a more technical perspective, I suppose, Maria, mm -hmm. uh, like you've obviously been, been involved in a lot of these implementations across a whole range of different accounting and, and mm -hmm. ERP systems. But are there common sort of technical uh, mapping elements that need to be consider considered? Yeah, there, there can be common. The thing is that this process can seem like it should be similar across the board. 
but it can actually differ quite significantly based on the, the particular client and the information that they want to take out of the treasury system and then the further uses of it down the track. So the kind of common areas that would, um, would from a technical point of view, you have to make sure obviously that your chart of accounts matches. So you'd have a chart of accounts from your ERP system and that would have to be set up and match sufficiently within the treasury system so that the process follows through. Also, you, you can feed a lot of consolidation systems with the data. So things like um, intercompany, if there's like short codes, references like that, they would be common throughout that we would see that that should uh, be input into the ERP system in the same way that's input into the treasury management system. And, and uh, you know, obviously both ERP and treasury management systems have come, come on a long way, I suppose, in the last even just five or six years. Uh, so, so in terms of things that used to trip people up, like you know, file structure and acceptability of files, has has that become an, an easier process or? Um, easier, as in, I guess people are more aware of what to look out for. But as I said earlier on, you do need to involve your IT people right from the very start because if you involve them too late into the process, they may come up with a different file structure or say that the file that you suddenly created doesn't necessarily suit and and it really I guess you have to make sure from the outset that the systems you're working with like you, you would hope that your treasury system is flexible enough to be able to generate a file in numerous different formats so that it can suit various ERP systems. Very good yeah and and tell me like in, in, in your experience like with the implementation of solutions like this uh, you know, I suppose if we look at Treasury in general, people are very interested in real-time information um, and sort of, if I put it into the kind of cash um, uh, arena, there used to be a stage where, you know, Treasurers were happy enough to sort of have uh, a visibility of their cash on a month-end basis and mm. would all be manually reported, whereas obviously that's now all been significantly automated using Treasury management systems and, and other bank-based systems. Mm. So. So with, with the developments in both treasury management systems and ERP and accounting systems, is the concept of kind of monthly treasury accounting old hat now? Or you know, what's, what's your view on that? That's very good. That's a good question because it has changed dramatically. So we would have seen the delivery of a, a, a transfer of the information from the treasury management system across to the ERP would have traditionally, like in the past, happened on a monthly basis. So transfer of all that information um, in terms of the cash bookings, along with the, the month-end interest accruals and mark-to-market valuations would always generally have happened at the end of the period, whereas we're seeing a much stronger move towards delivery of weekly files, daily files, bi-weekly files, and that allows everybody to see the information. So you can do, the accountants can perform their bank reconciliations on a daily or weekly basis, so that's all up to speed. But then, as you said, that the information is there and visible to everybody on a much more instantaneous manner. And decisions can be made, treasurers can see the information from an accounting perspective and the impact that has, they can see that on an instantaneous basis and it allows for decisions to be made on a much more proactive basis instead of waiting for that time lag in delivery and transfer of information. So a bit of a left field question then maybe and apologies for, <laughs> apologies for this but but uh, like we we've obviously developed a lot of uh, robotic process automated um, elements to our uh, delivery of both accounting and, and treasury services in general and, and obviously AI is now coming into the mix a little bit more in terms of looking at uh, uh, logical developments within both accounting and, and other information flows around around our systems so with with treasury accounting being such a sort of technical, end of the accounting um, spectrum. Uh, 
How do you see the role of the Treasury accountant changing with the development of all this um, uh, automation and, and technology? Yeah, um, changing for the positive, to be honest, because as we were saying, the information transfer should 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 be completely the, the manual process of that should be completely removed so you're seeing robotics coming in to to take away all the routine transactions routine day-to-day not really value adding from the accountants and the treasury perspective so where we see robotics having a huge impact is that it releases that time for the treasury people and the accountants to look at the the more complex transactions because a lot of even though i mean it is known the treasury transactions are quite complex the financial reporting in the back of them is quite complex but a lot of them can be routine based and when you take that out and get the robots doing the routine based work then you've got a lot more time released to allow the treasurers and accountants to do more analysis right yeah so so really accounting becomes more uh, upskilled really in, absolutely in, in reality and, mm-hmm. and the, the technical knowledge mm-hmm. becomes more valued really once yes. the day-to-day is kind of overtaken by technology which is which is got to be a good thing in any, mm-hmm. <laughs> in any in any sphere for someone sort of starting out on this process and examining this process it can seem daunting um, mm-hmm. and as I said you, you've you've been through this many times uh, with a whole range of uh, uh, significant um, international-based clients. Like, like, what would you say to someone starting out uh, in terms of pitfalls to look out for? Mm-hmm. And what would you also say to them to give them comfort uh, that this is achievable and, and, and doable? Yeah, it, I mean, it does seem like quite a big task. And again, because I, I said earlier on that you are going to include as many people as possible in this process. So, so it does probably seem like quite a daunting task. Um, so I would say try to break it down. Try, it's, there's no magic switch. You're not going to flick a switch and it's going to work. So I would say try and scope the project out. Try and plan it at all the different phases throughout, right all the way to the end. And then get everybody involved. Get everybody to sit down and see what part of this process that you've scoped out is going to add the most value. What is going to maybe save the most time, get your delivery deadlines reduced by, you know, half a day or a day or whatever. And that's where I would suggest you start. And also, it's really important that you get everybody around that table because you don't want to have that pitfall at the very end that you realize the file that you've created doesn't actually import the data that's needed for further analysis by the tax team or the regulatory reporting team or whatever I mean, it's, is. it's interesting that you should say that because I'm, you know, certainly in some, some of the projects that we've been involved with, uh, like like testing is really, really important, isn't it, in terms mm-hmm. of ensuring the flow of information. You know, what's the what's the best sort of approach to that, do you think, in terms of ensuring that everybody's getting what they what they get? Yeah, so I, I suppose make sure that everyone has, has their say, mm-hmm. really at the very start, make sure that they get involved. And then from a testing perspective, when you do get to that stage, which is, you know, that's a good bit down the tracks. When you do get to the stage of testing, make sure that everybody sees the results, sees the output, see where it feeds. I mean, as we were talking about robotics and digital transformation, systems are now talking a lot to each other. So that connectivity thing has to has to be considered. And you need to make sure in that testing phase that you ensure that if the files or the information is coming out of the ERP and going somewhere else, that that connectivity is also working. Mm. And finally, uh, Marie, uh, like if 
you know, this requires, as you say, buy-in from, from numerous teams, and there could be a cost, be that small or large, depending on, on how much file development and um, uh, integration work is required. So if you were selling this internally um, to an organization uh, as, a, as your head of treasury accounting or head of reporting, what are the kind of couple of key sales points that you would make? Mm-hmm. to push this over the line. So there's two, I suppose, really. The first one is the quality of the data you're going to get. So your data is coming through in a straight through process. There's no manual intervention. So once that is mapped correctly from the Treasury system into the ERP, that should be a seamless process. So you're getting good quality data and you're getting it almost instantaneous. So you have access to the information to make the decisions on an almost instantaneous basis. And then the second thing is time. I mean, you're saving time. So you're going to make cost savings in terms of being able to make decisions much quicker than in the past because you have access to the information. So those decisions can be taken in a much quicker basis. And then obviously your staff. I mean, you will be able to release your staff, getting rid of all these mundane routine transactions, uh, which is essentially a waste of you know, well, well-experienced personnel. So you get their time back. And, and the benefit of that. Great, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So long gone are the days of manual journals and uh, <laughs> writing tickets and uh, Excel uploads. Is that, the, is that what we're to conclude? Oh, the journal entries <laughs> still need to balance. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks, Marie. That was very insightful. Um, thanks, Justin. And your experience, I guess, in, in uh, implementing these sorts of structures really, really comes through um, when you point out some of those key, I suppose, common uh, benefits and, and pitfalls that can be found. Folks, thanks very much for joining us uh, today for this FGI Treasury Talks. Uh, We hope you found it uh, very interesting. Uh, Lots of resources can be found on our website, so please uh, pop in there and have a look. Uh, And by all means, get in touch with either myself or Marie. Both of our uh, contact details are available on our website. If you'd like to discuss anything that we've talked um, uh, today about, or indeed anything else in the Treasury sphere, we're uh, Treasury nerds, as we say, and we're always open to a conversation. Thanks. (laughs) 